All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 1st of March. There's a bunch of news on the economy to tell you about at the start. And the first and the most important update is that the Indian economy grew slower than was forecast in the October to December quarter. GDP growth stood at 4.4% according to the latest estimates released by the government's statistical office. A Bloomberg poll had pegged growth at 4.7%. This compares to 6.3% growth in the quarter ended September. For the full financial year ending March 2023, the second advance estimates pegged GDP growth at 7% and that's unchanged from the first advance estimate. Meanwhile, gross value-added growth for FY23 is pegged at 6.6% compared with 8.8% last year. If you look at what contributed in the third quarter, services continued to drive economic growth while manufacturing remained tepid. Now, speaking of manufacturing, India's combined index of eight core industries increased by 7.8% in January from the same month a year ago, according to the Ministry of Commerce and Industry. The eight core industries comprise 40.27% of the weight of items included in the Index of Industrial Production and are an important lead indicator to watch. Sticking to news on the economy, India's fiscal deficit for the April to January period of the current financial year came in at 11.91 lakh crore, or 67.8% of the revised annual estimates, according to government data. Last year, at the same time, fiscal deficit had stood at just under 59% of that year's target. Another lead indicator to watch is auto sales and the dispatch of passenger vehicles to dealerships is expected to have slowed in February with a sharp moderation in retail sales, according to analysts. Brokerages expect passenger vehicle retail sales growth to moderate sharply. Today and tomorrow, you'll see most of that data being released. So make sure to check back on bqprime.com for all the latest updates. Now, India's weather department has predicted a heat wave from March to May in most parts of the country after record temperatures in February. The monthly average maximum temperature was the highest for February since 1901 across India, according to the Met Department. And that's why the government is asking hospitals to prepare in advance for heat-related ailments. In regulatory news, the Securities and Exchange Board of India on Tuesday barred 21 entities, including Axis Mutual Fund's former chief dealer, Viresh Joshi, from the securities market in connection with the front-running case at the fund house. In addition, SEBI has ordered impounding of wrongful gains worth 30.56 crore that was earned by them through what was apparently front-running activities. That's according to an interim order. And finally, it seems as though higher interest rates are taking a toll on demand in the real estate space in Mumbai. Registration of properties in Mumbai fell 11% year-on-year in February to 9,268 units, according to Knight Frank India. In international markets, U.S. stocks declined once again, with the Dow losing 0.7%. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq have dropped 0.3% and 0.1% respectively. And two of the three early risers in the Asia-Pacific region were trading this morning, and they were both in the red, but the cuts were narrow.
And with that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. GDP growth seems to have slowed, coming in below expected in the third quarter. Will that have a bearing on the mood in trade today? Good morning, Alex. Well, um, the GDP data has been largely in line with what the Reserve Bank of India had uh, assessed. And therefore, it's not a surprise, even though it may be lower than estimated. However, you could argue that a combination of higher yields in the US, I mean, the breach 4% and the slower India growth may be a sentiment dampener. So sure, that could happen. There's an interesting um, mix in the market in that rate sensitives having declined so much uh, are actually trying to fight back. Real estate, remember, was the best performing sector yesterday as well. And that's a bit of a surprise, though. The Bombay registrations have been so high that you would argue that maybe the on-ground situation in real estate is not looking all that bad and the sector has underperformed, so it could be interesting. You know, autos have underperformed in uh, in February and it'll be interesting to see if the monthly sales data actually puts a further spanner in the wheels or does it actually help some of the stocks come back. So that's a pocket to watch out for uh, as, a, as a sector and it's it's not a very large weightage, but could have a bit of a bearing on sentiment. So that is to be watched out for as well. Among specific stocks to watch, obviously delivery will be one that most people will be watching out for. Um, SoftBank, $100 million worth of shares, and that's not a small number at 335. So you expect a bit of an action in delivery for sure. Adani Enterprises and the whole Adani group will be in focus, of course, because the space, that pocket by and large rebounded quite strongly yesterday. There's fundamental reasons because they've Adani Enterprises at least has won an initial approval for bauxite mining in eastern India. And both Adani Enterprises and Adani Ports also prepaid some commercial papers. Uh, in an enterprise's case, about 25 crores worth. So not a very large sum, but still symbolic in nature of sorts. Uh, standard disclosure, of course, uh, the group is in the process of buying 49% stake in, in BQ Prime, which is the which is the, well, the platform on which you are hearing this. Uh, Vedanta, which has also found the bitter end of the stick uh, in the last few days uh, because of conversations or talks or chatter around uh, its stressed debt situation, came out with a filing uh, wherein Vedanta Resources, the global company, of course, has said that they do not see any issues uh, with that. They are fully confident of meeting the upcoming maturities in the quarter ending June. And they've prepaid all of the maturities due till March. So, well, let's see if there is a bit of a respite for Vedanta in India. It's a difficult one to gauge, really. So I'm not going to stick my neck out on this one. Paytm uh, faced uh, the wrong end of the stick as well. Yesterday, the stock was down 6%. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was because uh, some platforms reported that the Airtel deal is off and it was old news. But the companies come out on its part and said that they are not the company itself is not part of any negotiations where major stakeholders are planning to offload shares in the company in the open market. Maybe there was nervousness there and Paytm has refuted that nervousness uh, in its own way. Let's see if there's a bit of a bounce today. There's some small announcements like Zydus Life Sciences winning an FDA approval for two drugs or Tata Motors as per FD asking for $500 million, $500 million pounds worth of grant from the uh, for a new battery factory, but effectively they are setting up a large new battery factory as well. So all of this could be interesting to watch in the session today. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Don't forget to check the website bqprime.com and all of our social media platforms 
over the course of the day for all the latest news and updates in the world of business and markets. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.